Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. That Barbara and Declan, they'll probably know the answer. They're with us now for so you think you're an adult? I discovered the other day vegan nail varnish, which I never knew existed. There you and go. when I and I bought it and then I was going home thinking, if this is ve- vegan nail varnish, what is in regular nail varnish that's not vegan? How and do you it's... take off vegan nail polish? What nail polish remover? Is there vegan nail polish remover? Why, what's in nail polish remover? I'm just wondering whether there's, there's no, no nail polish I remover. Didn't, so, be, I didn't see any vegan. You could be back down an alleyway where you can't get no, out of it. No, but nail varnish has crushed beetles in it. Does it? Yeah. Wow. I didn't wow, know that. That's very kind of... Um, yeah. Why beetles? I don't know. I think it's beetles. There's a horrible thing. Warning sign going off my head now. I think it was beetles. Maybe it's ladybirds. I had to ask my daughter, and she. I think she said you it was better be right beetles. now because I'm just going to have a oh, screen filled with text going yeah, hate speech. Me. You I know think, yeah. what is that woman doing on the radio? Yeah, she should exactly. resign immediately. She hasn't a clue. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's beetles. If somebody knows better, tell me. But you see, they're the kind of things that have things in them that you don't know until you suddenly think about it. No. Well, the thing is. Um, I've uh, uh, several vegan children, but they're not a they're not a miss to like swigging back some vodka or gin uh, if given the chance. So what's in that? Yeah, the, the animal filings or something like that. The, a lot of it is strained through animal products. Um, filings, I think, is the word. Uh, Sorry. What? But Barbara's world has just oh, been shattered. shattered yeah. chain is on it's made of grain, but 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 in in, in to, to, and this happens to uh, to wine a lot day. as well. It's kind of strained through animal products. So. Um, <laughs> It's it's hard to avoid. Please it. tell me gin isn't. No gin is. What? Yeah, you might as well ground up a child and drink that as drink gin. It's the same thing. That's why they call it slow gin because it takes yeah. ages to find out it's not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today. Okay, yes. You're on fire. I'm just happy. Okay, I'm upset now, that I, now that I've ruined your night's entertainment. Yeah, thanks. Here's <laughs> your first question. That's my, great. My housemate is insisting that we start decorating our apartment for Christmas now. I have reminded her that it's not even Halloween, but she's saying we need some festive cheer after the ordeal we've been through with the pandemic. <laughs> well, maybe they have a point on. now. Yeah. Uh, I barely get around to putting out a few ornaments the, uh, the week coming up to Christmas, so I think this is way too early. I'm sorry, but Christmas doesn't start until I finish work for the holidays. I'm also embarrassed to have people over to the apartment if there's going to be a Christmas tree up in October. Where would you even get one? Should I indulge her even though I'm allergic to the idea? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, you absolutely shouldn't uh, indulge her. This is a daft idea. Can't be Christmas every day. I was talking about this to somebody the other day, talking about strawberries. You know, if you have strawberries all year, you can't get excited in June when Wexford strawberries come in. Do you know what I mean? So you mm, can't have Christmas yeah. all the time or else it's not Christmas. Yeah. Like, so, you know, you can't be doing Christmas it's, in October. What is October, Jacqueline? It's autumn. And what else is it? It is a month beginning. Halloween. Of, oh, yes. It sorry. is. Ha- yeah, October is Halloween. And if, you're, if your flatmate or your housemate wants to add some cheer, you know, autumn and Halloween. And that doesn't mean severed fingers and foot yeah. and, and blood and, and and murder but it's mystery and magic and pumpkins and autumn leaves and owls and all that kind of nice stuff and you know you can make your home really cozy buy some fairy lights if that's what you want but they don't have to be christmas fairy lights just regular fairy lights buy some nice throws buy some nice cushions make the place all cozy Christmas doesn't start until December. Now, having said that, this woman's idea of Christmas doesn't start till she finishes work. Well, unless she finishes work at the beginning of December, she's wrong on that one as well. Because Christmas doesn't start on the day before Christmas Eve. Christmas yeah, can't start any time, I think, in December. Every year, 
every year in association with Christmas, there's a lot of, oh, God, it started already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and in like, sh in some of the shops, they're already selling Oh, Christmas look at stuff, yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the Christmas stuff no, case comes in, in now at the same time as with... the department store in Grafton Street and it's been there since the summertime. And yeah, I get it. Large they're... Irish retailer in Cornell's Court also has Christmas stuff arrived with Halloween stuff this year. Mm. Same time. The selection boxes are out in display already. And there's chocolate Santis. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean Christmas has started. It hasn't. Obviously, the retailers want to, uh, you know, cash in and, and sell and, you know, shift the units and that all kind of, you know, that's their business thing. And if you're going to buy into it, fine. That's your, you know, prerogative. You can, people, I, I see what you're saying about it can't be Christmas every day of the year. Oh. It can for some people if they want to be full on, no, like, like the elf in that movie, you know, I just want Christmas every day. Fine, but you're the outlier. You're the unusual character and nobody else has to believe in that. Too. I think you pointed out the exact point is that in the letter writer's perspective, her friend is going, you know, Christmas starts now in, you know, the beginning of October. She's saying no, or he's saying no, it starts on the 22nd of December. The reality of it is, is that for their own home, they have to kind of find a space where it actually works. And, but yeah. I think we're all, yeah. I'm going to go off on a rant now, on a, on a complete <laughs> tangent now. Yeah. But I think we're all very much still connected, or, or we need to feel connected to. The whole idea of the wheel of the year turning and things changing. And maybe that's what the housemate is missing. You know, the idea that there has to be some kind. Well, there doesn't have to be, but it's really nice to have some kind of tangible outward sign that we're not any longer in summer, that we've moved into a different time. Absolutely. And, and I do think there's a whole thing about, you know, we're, we're heading now into the darkest time of the year. The days are very short. And some people can, look, you know, for some people that's awful and, and maybe that's also what they're thinking, you know, that we they want some festive cheer early to take away from that. But there's loads, what I'm saying is loads of way to do that without putting up Santas and Rudolphs and... You're absolutely right, though. It is. It is that thing. Is that we we kind of as a as a. Sorry, did you say I'm absolutely right? Yeah, I, I did say you're absolutely right. Did you hear that, Sean? Yeah, yeah I heard yeah. that. I took a note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> write it down. Yeah. Remind me. I think I was delirious. Um, <laughs> we we kind of as, as a culture we create these moments of of highs because we 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 tend we to them. follow. They tend to they tend to follow kind of moments of lows. Like Easter comes after Lent. Yeah. We create Advent. You know, it, it is four weeks for a reason. It's to stop these early adopters kind of jumping the gun too early and it's also about making the thing actually have significance by not making it too thin on the ground. That's where you're absolutely right. Yeah, but also it goes back beyond even Christianity and the Christian traditions of no, Advent it's all, or all Easter or of, Lent or yeah. anything like that. It's all, you know, our ancestors all marked all these times in the year uh, because it's important to feel that First of all, that things are moving on and also to focus on what the, the positives are at what might seem like the deadest, darkest It's like that thing, is, is it the book of Ecclesiastes? Is that when there is time to die time, and a time, time to read and a time and to die? God, it's all getting very yeah. holy now. Yeah. This poor this poor flatmate is just a bit fed up and loves Christmas and wants yeah. it to come early so that she, she can feel better. Yeah, but it's like... What's wrong with that? Ah, uh, no, you can't, but you see that... Okay. Ernest. Hairnet. She needs to earn, earn it. She needs to earn her Christmas. She can't just make a Christmas because she feels like it. It's like saying, I want my medal after the mini marathon. I haven't run the marathon And if yet. she really wants to have Christmas now, as Declan said, it's all about choice. But then she keeps it, or he, to the bedroom. Do you know what I mean? She's yeah, they can. They can have their own Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> a little glimpse of... That really dirty. That does sound really dirty, yeah. yeah. Keep just a little, every now and again, there'll be a little glimpse of a Santa <laughs> yeah. bondage oh, outfit. Oh, 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 oh
is coming from that bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, uh, not meant that way, I imagine. Uh, most nail polishes contain one of the following ingredients, okay. guanine, which might be listed as pearl essence on your nail polish bottle. But guanine is really just derived from fish scales and acids that are oh, located in animal scales. tissue. Red hues of nail polish are a warning. They often contain carmine. By boiling and crushing beetles, red colour is created and that's what gives your siren nails such a rich shade. Olic acid is derived from animal oils and tallow, which is basically animal fat. In cosmetics, oilic acid can be used in various ways, such as a thickening uh, solution. Uh, 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 tell Barbara Shalak used a nail polish as a resin secreted by the female lac bug on trees. Damien says anything that has a red food colouring has crushed beetles in it, including Smarties and I Skittles. I don't eat Smarties or Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. But they, yeah. thank you for that. You must <laughs> eat anything red. We're talking into red phone red. Yeah. microphones. Ooh. Beetle. We're juice. talking into, yeah. God. Red walls as well. There's yeah. probably millions of crushed this beetles. This is like we're in, we're, we're in a, yeah, a, we're in a crushed beetle room. Beetle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I was right anyway. Nobody said I was right. I was right. You were right. You were right. Yeah, yeah, you're no, right, absolutely, right. Yeah. absolutely right. Absolutely right I was there about that. But you can buy vegan nail varnish. So you can look for vegan nail varnish and stop them crushing beetles. But presumably it's not red. It is red. Oh, yeah, is no, it? Okay. it was oh, red. Well, right, okay. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was. What's the red you told me to get? The 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 red I wore to Carla's wedding. What was that called? It's not like that red. You sent me off getting red lipstick. You told Did me what colour to look for. Anyway, um, but it wasn't that red. What <laughs> <laughs> was well, the Sean? I think you're mixing them up with the other day. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Okay. yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Woo. Ruby Woo. <laughs> that was it. It was Ruby Woo. Yeah, no, it's not Good that girl. like red, but it's like a darker red. But yeah. maybe they do do a bright red as well. <laughs> anyway, consensus here. She should tell her to keep it to her. Own keep it to her bedroom, but yeah. also, but. but you know, let her go ahead and buy some candles and some nice things to cheer the place. I get the cheering up and making places cosy. Yeah. I think that's really important. So let her do all that, but not Christmas. Yes. My friend is refusing to get over her ex. They had a really clear breakup and her boyfriend has moved on with someone else. However, my friend will not stop checking his social media. Every time we meet up, she has to mention him in every conversation. I'm concerned that she can't let him go. What can I do to help her? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I read this I, I kind of got irritated because it's clear to me that the person with the problem isn't the person who she's writing the letter about that it's actually it's actually herself yeah. um, I'm your grand now aren't you good yeah, yeah yeah get over it get over it I mean like why do you why do you care so much while at the same time being so you know lacking in compassion um, you are so cynical for when I'm so young cynical. I'm not cynical maybe she cares she doesn't, she's commodifying this other person's relationship by saying your relationship no longer has a, you know, a, 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 it's, it's past a sell by date. So therefore it's no longer of use. So therefore you should have no um, need for it. When in fact, the, the, the person who's been through the breakup is still feeling emotional kind of reverberations and that's completely normal and it's completely natural and it's emotional but it's not necessarily rational. So her friend has been real rational about this. Ah, it's done. He's moved on. You move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's kind of lacking in compassion because fine, maybe she's not moving fast enough f- for, for the letter writer and maybe she is dwelling in it a little bit and she's kind of, but that's part of the process. That's kind of, it's you know, a, it's people It's a grieving move, process. Yeah, and you move through that in your own, at, in your own pace just because the partner, her, her boyfriend has moved on with ease and is with somebody else doesn't mean that this person no longer has any feelings for him. Mm. You don't just 
twist your feelings off and shift yeah. them onto somebody else because it's useful to you. You you have feelings and sometimes they're, you know, what's that line? A Trample woman's top. heart is like deep like the ocean and it's not easy to understand. And I don't know, why would you tell me? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yeah. right now. You lost me there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I basically agree. I wouldn't be quite as cynical. I, I thought maybe that uh, the letter writer was perhaps concerned. Um, oh. Although, but I agree with your conclusion, um, which is that, you know. We got there in the end then, didn't we? Mm. We got there. Yeah, yeah, no, I do agree. Like, you know, um. She doesn't say how long the relationship is going on, like how long they were together. And she doesn't say how long ago it was that the breakup happened. So do you know what I mean? If yeah. it was six months ago and she, or a year ago and she's still talking about, well, then maybe. But if it was a couple of weeks ago, which I kind of feel it might have been, well, then I think you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, she she just has to give her friend time and indulge her a little bit in allowing her to talk and reference See, the boyfriend the and all it's that a, kind of stuff. It is about that time thing. Is it? And, yeah. and I think when you're dealing with a friend who's going through whether it's grief or whether, you know, of any kind or any, any kind of loss or separation, there's two levels to the conversation. One is the actual thing that's happened, the person, the relationship that's no longer in existence um, or has changed. Um, and then two, there's a the kind of theoretical, philosophical way of, of talking to them about it. You know, people need sometimes to rationalise what's happening to them, to go, well, yeah. this is what's happening and this is the stage I'm at and this is how I'm feeling. And, and sometimes if, if people can be too, you know, they want to get the person to Move, the destination. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so therefore they kind of push them along. But that constantly, I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm not meaning to trivialise death, but the same thing happens when you're bereaved in that you keep talking about the person because you're trying not to let them, you're trying not mm. to let them go yet. Yes. You're not ready to let them go. And it's the same thing here. And it, that, as you said, that's quite normal. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But it's more um, comfortable often for the other person who's not experiencing not the keep, grief to yeah. not want to hear that because yeah. it makes them all feel that, oh, you're having an emotion that I don't understand or and I can't relate And there is a slight to. kind of tone of exasperation and every time what, you meet up, she has me. to mention him the in every conversation. The very first line of her letter was was a bit like, "My friend is, is refusing, refusing yeah, yeah, to yeah. get over her ex." So it's a real like control thing there. Okay, so we're saying to the letter writer just to ease to up a, a little breath. bit and a bit of empathy and a bit of patience and a bit of giving your mate a little bit of space and time. And you're going to have to put up with it, her talking about yeah. him, even but, if you're a bit bored. Say, I know you're I, I, both right about the refusing thing, but she does say they had a really clear breakup and her boyfriend has moved on with someone else. So that would imply maybe there's a bit of time has elapsed here. Um, <laughs> you well, don't not know really. men. Yeah. You yeah. don't know Are you men. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Like, I'm already now fortnight later. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He's moved yeah. in with somebody. Yeah. But she could at least, I mean, like checking the social media is just torturing herself. Yeah, really, but you, you know, know, I was thinking about that, and yeah. then I thought, yeah, it it can be torture, but at least it's it's it's. Like when I was thinking back to my day when there was no social media, you wouldn't be you wouldn't know whether he'd moved on or not necessarily. Do you know mm. what I mean? Unless somebody told you. Whereas at least with good old days media, when you'd follow someone yeah, and sit yeah, outside, yeah, outside yeah. their house. <laughs> exactly. Crying. Yeah. But it's like, but I, like So maybe it's good that she's following him on social media so or like or she's checking in so that she kinda knows that he has moved on. I'm sure he's posting pictures with his new uh, but just because, like, I mean, just because your 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 physical and your emotional relationship with somebody has ended, doesn't mean that your um, your own personal um, thoughts and feelings about that relationship have have changed. And I, I suppose what I'm trying to say is, 
he clearly seems to have moved on and, and that puts a different spin on the relationship and how she feels about it as well. So she's going, wow, he moved on pretty quickly. Maybe he didn't feel about the relationship the same way that I did. Um, that's a, that's an intellectual thing that she has to process, but it's also a kind of a kick. The, you know, it's undermining and it makes her feel things. Her heart so, is broken. Yeah, and so, mm. you know, all of that is, is, is about your esteem. So it's kind of natural to go. And that takes quite little, a long time to get yeah. over. Like if you do get, as you say, that kick and that like you know you get your heart broken and then it gets trampled on a wee bit and it doesn't even have to be the person who who was dumped it can also be the person who's walked away from a relationship for whatever reason you can still you're allowed to have residuals do you know what I mean little parts in your head that that are emotionally not necessarily rationally but emotionally activated by people from your past I think that's a normal do you know what I mean by that Barbara that there's people in your past that you might want ever to get back with but you still kind of have a you know they, they take up um, emotional space in your head do you okay. know what I mean so you can have a little flashback about them yeah, they, but they, yeah. They, they can trigger things in your head whether yeah. it's rage or whether it's whether it's a little bit of like oh every time you see them you go oh god or you yeah. know or something mm. yeah no, no I see what you mean clean, yeah. no, you don't I see what you mean clean yeah. no you're right you're right you know, you know when you walk into a yeah. bar and there's your ex across there and you kind of go oh god or oh yeah. no but it's part of the job of being a friend is to give that space and time and understanding like that's part of what you sign up to when you're somebody's friend unless you're the friend who just wants to be talking about yourself yeah or yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you see, people have friends for different things, and and sometimes some people's in your friend group, some friends just aren't good for that kind of thing. They don't want to hear about your yeah, feelings. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Or if if your role normally is that you're yeah. the great listener, and then suddenly you're the one going through the issue, if you become the needy one yeah. in a relationship with somebody who's normally used to just dominating yeah. with their stuff, that can be a dynamic change that people can't handle. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. yeah, like I said, the writer here needs to think about themselves <laughs> uh, a few comments son <laughs> actually some of the things we weren't talking about Gordon says did you know inside every fig is a dead wasp really melts the heads of vegans who love figs I, I hope that's true what? Uh, Niall in Cork says don't forget to get vegan fairy lights real fairy lights are made with bits of actual fairies Greena <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> says Maggie and nail varnish is vegan and cruelty free but more importantly it's fabulous okay so that's a, a good who's one. nail varnish is fabulous uh, it's Maggie Ann Thank you, Ann. Okay. You can write that down. Thank right, you, we do have to take a, a commercial break. After this, uh, Barbara and Declan are going to answer this vexed question. If a woman wears a white dress to a wedding, is she worse than Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Declan are, are still with us. The next question is this. My wife is upset that a friend of hers wore a white dress to our wedding last month. They had a big argument about it on the night after my wife had a few drinks and they haven't spoken since. I think it's a bit trivial, but my wife won't budge and insists she'll never speak to her friend again. They have been friends since they were kids. So I think it would be a big shame if they fell out permanently over something like this. Should I get involved? And if so, what should I do? Or should I stay out of it? (laughs) (laughs) I regularly berate both of you, but in particular you across the table from me, Mr Buckley, about calling any woman who rings in with some kind of issue about getting married or being a bride, a bridezilla, right? In this instance, I hope you absolutely go to town because this is definitely oh, thank God. I thought you were material. Something. I mean, Jesus, this is so stupid. It, 
I mean, it made me wonder if the woman who wore, who had the audacity to wear the white dress to the wedding. Did she was... have a veil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was it. Yeah, it yeah. depends on what it was, I assume. Well, it was like an actual ball gown, you it know. It actually doesn't. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, I, it, it made me wonder at the end of the day, the guest who arrived at the wedding, was she really a good friend of the bride? But then the, the, the letter writer, who's presumably yes, the husband of the wife, yes. uh, said that they've been friends since they were like Kids. young at school or something. So like, how can you fall out with a friend over something so actually ridiculously stupid? Unless you're about 16, which I doubt you are. Um, so uh, advice to whether this is the husband or, or a wife um, I think the first thing they've got to make sure is that there wasn't something else going on. Do you know what I mean? Was there already, was the friendship already in trouble or mm. was there some other issue and that this, the white dress to the wedding, was it just like the straw that broke the camel's back? Was there something else going on? I think you need to check that out because I kind of, there's like a big part of me that hopes there was something else going on, that they're not, fall, they haven't fallen out over this. But if, if it was just this, well then I really think, I, I do, I don't think to get involved I do think you need to have a chat with your wife <laughs> and kind of explain to her that like maybe she feels that now she's married she doesn't need her friends or something but good friends and friends with longevity are like gold dust yeah, they're really yeah. important and they're really important in all our lives you don't know what's coming down the track um, and having friends that you can rely on is like hugely important so you don't lose a friend over something this stupid and I, so I do think that Mr. Husband or Mrs. Wife needs to have a chat with the bride person yeah. and kind of explain to her that this is an, a completely over the top reaction to something relatively trivial in my book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it would have also uh, because she had a few words with her after a few drinks on the wedding day. So this is, you know, this has kind of affected her memory of her wedding day now would always be. Yeah. sullied by that selfish friend who turned up in a whatever she but, turned but up in. is it a selfish friend or did she choose to have a reaction that wasn't grounded in any kind of sensible perspectives when I'm talking about brides I don't even think I've used the word bridezilla but I definitely <coughs> I think you just slide it in <coughs> you slide it in you no, use it more than me you have bridezilla so many poor it. women who no, wrote in with not, queries about getting married what I say is is that sometimes the emphasis on the kind of the, the structure the kind of the tradition around um, the event of, of weddings tends to supersede the romantic or the symbolic concept okay, of Okay, you marriage. really disappointed me now going off on a and philosophical... I'm not, I'm not. I want you to have a go with I this am, bridezilla. Not, She's I the am, one bridezilla that She's you're entitled to have a go she, at. She is like acting out because there are going to be many people listening who will actually say that they believe that somebody shouldn't wear a white dress to a wedding because that's just not what Let you Let me do. read you a couple of comments oh, again. No. Uh, uh, and he says, a wedding dress and a, uh, a wedding guest in a white dress is so bad-mannered, each side will blame the other for inviting her. Uh, Mary says, my niece got married a few years ago now, around 10 years, her mother-in-law wore a white dress. She didn't wear the veil, <laughs> uh, so we still recognise the bride, but it was bizarre. So there seems to be kind of an an underspoken thing that if you're wearing a white dress, you're trying to somehow undermine the bride. But you know, back in the day, it used to be if you don't wear a hat to a wedding, it's very bad mannered and very disrespectful. I mean, seriously, people. But 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 now you're arguing about tradition versus relaxing traditions. And some people are traditional and some people aren't. And fine, whatever. That's your, you know, 
pick your your event and and tell people in, in advance this is a very traditional wedding no white dresses please because that's the kind of people we are as opposed to I'm going to wear a red dress at my wedding because I'm not traditional and that you know, nah, you're looking at me now because you're waiting to go for me <laughs> I, I wore a red dress at my wedding I know and, and good for you but the, the, I didn't at mine uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that I saw photos no 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 I didn't no 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 we had a very traditional same sex marriage um, you know the both of us wore both in suits uh, but the, look the bottom line here is is that the, the, the bride here believes that she has an argument she believes that she is in the right the friend believes that they are in, also in the right or as you pointed out there's something preceding the whole yeah. thing or, or, or possibly feels really annoyed that on the, the day that the, this drama happened that they weren't expecting where the bride came over and made a scene and it's all very kind of you know it's all a bit mad so the whole thing is is that you, you can't argue with somebody if they believe that they're they're in the right so they can't shift that position unless you have yeah. a kind of a conversation yeah. and go look why do you think you're in the right why do you think that you 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 have something to I say I just think that, that and again we're taking opposite sides here now that, that the, the bridezilla kind of tendency has made her lose all sense of perspective I mean if I accept your argument tradition and maybe yeah and it was bad mannered and it was disrespectful and it was whatever else but really, was it so important that you'd actually, first of all, as you said, have a row on your wedding day at your wedding and then lose a friend, a long term friend over it? I agree it's with you, by the way. And, like, I, and I agree with you 100%. What I'm saying, though, is that I'm trying to get into the head of the bride and, and wonder why, A, she believed that You're she had an argument much better in the first able place. To do that than B, I why did she, why, why, why was she so angry and so furious mm. that on the day of her wedding she decided to, to confront that whole Maybe. thing? Maybe. That's a lot. Maybe she's not happy about getting married. Ooh, I hear. Maybe the bride isn't happy about. It. Maybe she was upset on her wedding day. Maybe she didn't really want to get married. Ah, now that's very that's 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 going. Okay, deep into yeah. Okay, <laughs> I see where you're going with this lesbian love triangle. The oh friend wore white oh, yeah. because that there was the message. Oh Should have been maybe. You been. didn't even pick that yeah, up. Yeah. Old oh one over God. here picks it up. That's because it's a reach. It's a big reach, Barbara. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's worth going with. Not everything is same sex related, guys. You know. So, yeah, there has to. That I think we've. I think we've sorted it out. Yeah. I think your man's really dare your man. If he is a man, I say he's thrilled he wrote in now. If I that's mean, the solution <laughs> we've come up with, or the consensus opinion here. <gasps> oh, yeah, yes. Uh, parallel conspiracy theory. Uh, our husband has other reasons for being involved, and did the friend wear the dress for another reason, Ooh. wishing she was the bride. Mm. Oh, no. Well, now, there you go. So, did you buy that one more? Well, yeah. no, but I would imagine there's a reason why, that, you know, in traditional senses, that when it comes to the kind of patriarchal concept of marriage, that the, the bride comes in her lovely white dress. And, and that's, yeah. yeah, and it's all a bit of a thing. And there's a whole point about that. And she's the one in white, and everybody else is in their not white clothes because um, it's her big day. And, you know, whatever. She's off to market, and it's great. <laughs> and. <laughs> Somebody should play that walking up the aisle being yeah. given away to market, to market, to buy a fat oh pig. 
<laughs> Where's the lies? No, so your consensus would be don't even bother trying well, to talk to her about it. Well, no, I originally started out by saying do bother to talk her out, to talk yeah. to her about it because it, this is not worth losing a friend over. That Declan said if somebody thinks they're right that there's no point in talking to them because she's never going to change her mind on it. Maybe it's a done deal. I don't know. But well, the friends obviously have different worldview. They have different perspectives because if, if you're the kind of of woman, well, that's the other thing you could talk to her about. What was the what was the motivation for the friend to wear the white dress? Because if they were friends for that long, surely they she would have known they that know your woman was going to overreact to breaking this big rule about weddings. Which is mm. which is the point that I think is is worth feeds looking back at. into the did she do it on purpose? Because, you know, Maybe. a lot of the time when you have friends, particularly friends that go back very far yes. in time, that there's, a, there's an energy and there's a relationship dynamic that, that can be something that it could go all the way back to when you were at school. And she's always being the girl who just, oh, wait, like, show her and it's all life. kind yeah. of passive aggressive. So maybe maybe she's doing with the friend for build-up of long reasons. Yeah. And... Okay, a lot of speculation there. We can't really ask or uh, answer any questions there. Uh, Barbara, thanks a million. We'll see you next <laughs> week. Uh, we'll see Declan tomorrow for his new wedding advice slot <laughs> on the show. Thank uh, you are listening to The Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We're going to take a break. Uh, after that, the royal family and spying. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.